0: Let the Monday morning ruckus begin. I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and this is Things You Might Have Heard, and we're going to present to you in moments the best of the weekends and latest information, politics, current events, and pop culture. And how can we say it's the best? Because you helped us pick out the stories over the weekend by following us on our feeds and telling what stories were most conversational. A lot of mainstream stuff, a lot of unconventional stuff, because we pick things from all over and you tell us what stories are really worth chatting about. It is really up to you to make this happen. As you saw in the teaser graphic, we are going to talk a little bit about Clint Eastwood, not necessarily the biggest story in the world, but something that a lot of people got into, plus nine other Stories from the past weekend that were vetted by you, you conversationalists, and of course crafted into a cast here for me. 10 of the top 30 stories from the weekend is what we have for you. We'll explain that in just a bit after we hit all our headlines. But first, let's get to the news. But I want to remind you before we get into that that you can follow us along and see how we do things at our website. This is the conversationproject.com. Going to our website helps you see a lot of things that we're doing and spend less time in the chatty stuff and the salesy stuff. That stuff is coming, but let's get to the headlines first of the news stories that you said were most conversational, or some of them at least, for the past weekend. Oh, by the way, today happens to be Friday, June the 19th, 2023. Just in case you're wondering, let's get to the first story for the morning, that being this one. At least 20 people shot one fatally at Juneteenth celebration near Chicago. Now, this is a story that could have been carbon copied at least six times, I believe, because there were six, maybe even a few more that weren't majorly reported shootings over the weekend that were somehow associated to holiday celebrations. Not so much because it is Juneteenth, but because it's a holiday weekend and a lot of things were going on, just in general, some some private parties as well. People were shot and killed in some places. We will see... Sometime today, or sometime tomorrow, I guess, when you kind of go through all the stuff and it becomes the the talking point for the folks who want to outlaw whatever we want to outlaw these days. But in this particular one, 23 people were injured, one fatally, when a gun erupted at a Sunday at a Juneteenth celebration in suburban Chicago. Sheriff's deputies responded to the 911 call of a fight breaking out nearby and heard gunshots. Several victims were treated at area hospitals for injuries. They suffered attempting to flee the area. Most of them, as you can see, um, fairly light, but one person was killed fairly in this one. Witnesses described a scene of panic with people scattering in all directions, seeking cover from the barrage of gunfire. Hopefully we'll have some idea of why this thing happened, who the people involved were so we can put them to some sort of justice. But as we said, this is one of many things that happened over the weekend as weekends tend to be an over a holiday weekend, giving an extra sort of uh, emphasis on what's going on out there. At number two this morning, or second story, I should say, not number two necessarily. The Flash opens at 55 million dollars, a step off the typical superhero pace. Now, the Flash opened number one this week in the box office, as expected, but only with 55 million dollars. Most superhero movies essentially are sort of just stacked at opening at at least 100 million dollars. Uh, the number three movie this movie, the mo- number three movie this week, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movie, the cartoon animated version, it. You know, open three weeks ago, and it was over $100 million in its open debut. In between those were Elemental by Disney Pixar, just for some context. But the long-awaited Flash movie, which had a lot of issues with the character of the character, and a lot of things that people were geeking out for, including the um, arrival of a weird time travel mix, which phased out Ben Affleck's Batman for Michael Keaton's Batman and a Superman who does not exist in the world, uh, came out to a pretty big start for the most part. Only $64 million in his first four days, because you can got a holiday, and $75 million internationally. So globally, it's $139 million, so it's not so bad there. Domestically, not so great. Uh, a lot of it is the hype around The Flash, Although the Flash movie apparently is a better movie than expected, even with the blowing up of the DC Extended Universe. And a lot of movies are about essentially, as we said, Ezra Miller, the actual star of The Flash, who has done some very bad things and people aren't so happy about him still being in the film. Story number three, third one for the morning. Jeopardy fans stumped after Lord's Prayer Question stumped all three contestants. Actually, Jeopardy fans were stunned as the contestants were stumped by the story. Sometimes reading is not fundamental. The three contestants did not attempt to solve the puzzle, and host Miam Balik revealed the answer was hallowed. Some fans of the quiz show found the unanswered question distressing, while others took a more lighthearted approach. Essentially, people ain't going to church and don't understand what the Lord's Prayer is. The moment sparked debate about whether Jeopardy contains too many questions about the Bible and Christianity, by the way. Uh, It also is possible that some contestants had a bunch the uh, hunch that what is hallowed was the correct response, but just did not give it. No excuses. They didn't get it right. Now, whether there's way too much Bible in jeopardy, that's something that may be up for debate. Although, it's a valid thing. but The Bible, even if you're not a follower of Christianity or any other religion, is historic text that people should learn more about. Because, you know, it's the questions. The questions, you, Clint Eastwood. Sets final film of his career at Warner Brothers. The studio's willingness to work at Eastwood may be a sign that new CEO David Zasloff has changed his tune about things going on. Uh, Zasloff cutting prices, slashing people, you know, everything must go, fixtures and everything in a lot of places. And they're going to work on Eastwood's latest project, or his last project in this case, currently titled Juror Number 2. It's not certain what exactly he will be and whether this is actually going to be his final project, but hes it's, you know, He's kind of up there, about to turn 93 years old, 50 decades d- directing itself, and even more time doing acting. Um, his films are really easy to do because he essentially does one take. Everybody has to know their lines, and they kind of go with it. There's very few uh, retakes and reshoots for his movies, so they're fairly inexpensive to do, if you will. So that's one reason why they may want to go with this. It's not big budget, it's not a lot of Flash, and it seems like it's going to be one of those uh, as. Clint Eastwood stories have been lately, just sort of solitary sort of stories that, you know, old man does something and does it for two hours. We shall see when this thing comes out, what it is and how well it's perceived. A quick look into sports, sort of. Here's your headline. Brittany Griner reportedly allowed to fly in private planes after harassment in Dallas airport. About a week or so ago, Brittany Griner was in an airport traveling with her team uh, when she was harassed and the team was harassed by just general jerks, people being jerks. Uh, this was not, you know, in some cases there are people who were mobbing her, asking for autographs, saying that she did brave things. Some people not so happy with her being over there and have voiced their opinion this certain group was a bit extra vocal, a little extra pushy, if you will, and because of that, Britney Griner has been allowed to fly uh, by charter to her different plane to her different uh, destinations. Now, this is going to become a larger issue uh, to, because you know one person unfair advantage. So there will be some rewriting of the rules so that there may be more people that can take advantage of this thing. Right now, the high profile that's on Britney Griner. Is a reason for the safety of herself, her teammates, or people that work for the organizations in the WNBA, and some other people just around when these incidents happen. This is the best route to take care of it and keep things down, lower the temperature, if you will. Sticking in sports somewhat, this is a sad story. Deion Sanders may have to get his foot amputated. Coach Prime may have to lose part of his foot due to blood flow problems in the area, according to doctors for the Colorado football team. Sanders' blood pressure in his foot hasn't been higher than his arm for a year, and it's now at about 66% of the normal rate. Which, obviously, blood not going to your foot, no circulation, that means a lot of bad things for the foot. uh, In order to basically save his life, to keep his foot from killing himself, he may have to lose two toes on the foot in the process. During his coaching at Jackson State, he dealt with the pain, including an on-game um, days where he just sort of fussed through it. But now it seemed like there's something seriously wrong, and you may have to deal with it on a bigger level. We are definitely sending out you know, our, our prayers and thoughts out to Deion Sanders for this thing here, this health thing. We're also sending out thoughts and prayers because he's in for a big-time... Um, Big-time shock this year, I think, as he plays football in the bigger league in Colorado. Although I think he'll do fine. Uh, he'll say he'll do fine, of course. I think it's not going to be the quick turnaround that people were expecting or are wanting from the uh, from there. They're going to sell a lot of tickets and get a lot of hype. But I think it's going to be a couple of years where they're actually contending. Whether they're going to go national championship ride, I'm not seeing that in Colorado. But we'll see what happens as Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, has to deal with, one, his foot problem, and two, his new gig. We've talked about it, we've talked about it, we've talked about it, and I guess we're done talking about it. Not very much news in their announcement, just Al Pacino and Noura Alfala welcome new baby. Welcome the son Roman that's the name, into the world. The actor's representative said to CBS News this weekend. That's where we pulled our link for story. The pair has been romantically linked since April 2022. So, yes, more math to do. Um, She's in her, she's 29, early 30s. Pacino's 80. So, there's a big gap there. And, of course, they've only been together for a year. So, joke number one, Pacino moves fast. Joke number two, this thing probably won't last and that's really the sad part about this. A lot of discussion on whether the kid, now named Roman, is going to have a fair childhood because, you know, his dad is 80 years old as it is. So by the time he's walking, talking, doing things, he's probably not going to be throwing the ball around in the backyard with with his dad, more like with his um, older brothers and sisters. However, it's going to be well taken care of. That's definitely the case. So we will, we can, I guess, vouch for that couple of odd ones to wrap up for the morning. First, a 21-year-old woman accused of posing as a high school student so she could learn English. That's what the robot editor told me in the posting. A 28-year-old woman and her mother were taken into custody after posing as a 17-year-old to enroll in a Louisiana high school. Gutierrez Sierro, that's her last name, for some reason even name her first name, um, told the investigators she enrolled in school to learn English language and further education. She caused no trouble And did her schoolwork, the sheriff said, which, you know, is a plus. Texas found a fake passport and birth certificate, along with a long belonging to Miss Gutierrez Zero, who had used them to enroll her daughter in school. The older enrolled the younger into the school so that she can learn and get better in education. But she went about this by choosing to be 10 years younger. As I say often, there is no way you could pay me to go back to high school at this point in time. There's just no way, no how. For some reason, plenty of older people are trying to get themselves back into high school for various reasons. Some nefarious, some apparently just want to learn English. The Ecuadorian woman who knocked on her coffin during her own wake is now officially dead. A 76-year-old woman who has declared, was declared dead and surprised her relatives by knocking on her coffin during her wake died after seven days of intensive care. So, essentially, the lack of oxygen and this being in the conditions... Eventually did take her out, even though they thought she was pretty dead enough to have a funeral anyway. Similar events have happened in the United States recently, including a woman who was declared dead and woke up gasping for air. Um, Ecuador's health ministry confirmed Saturday that Montoya had died from a stomach stroke after spending a week in intensive care. She's officially dead. Didn't provide further information on medical investigation surrounding the original case, how they thought she was dead and she was not. Her remains are back in a funeral home where she woke up and she'll be buried in a public ceremony again. For real this time, we shall play this one out. And finally, this is one that's been floating around for a bit. And because of some weird shenanigans we had over the week with our Twitter feeds and our Facebook feeds being essentially banned for a bit. This one went and popped up, got some attention and enough attention to be of note. So we're going with it. Hotel victim, hotel Victim Hotel Lifetime Hotel Band lifted for man who accidentally threw a seagull pepperoni party in his room. And it sounds exactly like what happened. Uh, pepperoni was left in the room, seagulls flew into the room, they had a party, wasn't quite the party you want to be at, and Nick Burchell was issued a lifetime ban from Fairmont Empress in Victoria, British Columbia, because of it. In 2018, he decided he was. It was finally time to try to clear his name. The hotel reversed the ban and gave him three weeks of consolation. Yes, this story is kind of old, but uh, it was one that's been floating around the internet as one of those good news things. So we decided to kind of wrap this thing up, especially with the weekend that was a lot of craziness on our end, dealing with some you know issues of technical stuff and. Uh, shootings on a holiday day. Today, the 19th is Juneteenth. We'll get to that in a bit. But with uh, a big weekend, a lot of the focus was on shootings and violence on a holiday weekend, which was a celebration. We wanted to wrap things up on a lighter end. Congratulations, Mr. Burchill, and getting your ban lifted. Please, no more seagull pepperoni parties. Thank you in advance. Now let's talk about our teaser story. This is a story we can talk about tomorrow, assuming you've watched this today because it's a holiday and you want to chat this one up. The headline reads, website owners say traffic is plummeting after Facebook algorithm change. Oh boy, do we know that. A change in the algorithm, change in how things go, go through, and various uh, website owners in various places, including mine, things that aggregate and use Facebook to spread the news, are once again saying Facebook isn't spreading the news. Uh, something they're often cited for. They're doing it again. We can talk about this one tomorrow if you deem this one conversation worthy. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. And you just have to follow us on our feeds. Like, love, hate, share, engage in the stories. The higher the engagement. And now that we are getting engagement again, A better chance we have of talking about the story tomorrow. Now, today, we took 10 stories from Top 30 over the weekend. Tomorrow, we're going to take 8 stories from Top 15, do that four more times till Friday, and give you the 8 stories in Things You Might Not Have Heard. So, if you want to get those, uh, or at least give them to us, you simply go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and let us know. And we'll tell you how you can get those in various ways in literally just a bit. First, a break for commercials, or a commercial, a break for flowers fast we are extending our flowers flash flowers fast push we did this on friday for people to uh, get into the groove and maybe not miss out on father's day we're going to make sure you keep this one in your back pocket because flowers fast can take care of you with flowers pause for effect fast Flowers Fast is a online florist that's attached to all the FTD networks of florists. So essentially, you go to Flowers Fast, you go to their website, and you get a great deal on what they have selected for FTD. And FTD is networked across the nation, the world, if you will, in some places. So you can get whatever bouquet or whatever gift set, whatever set of meats that they have to send out there, uh, pretty quickly. In fact, if you go in the morning and put in an order early enough. You can get it by late afternoon in some floral areas. Now, check the uh, the availability for that. But if you're in a pinch and miss something, you can get something fixed pretty fast. Next day is fairly simple. Sundays happen sometimes. So if you got sodas on Friday and got yourself something for your dad for Sunday, congratulations. If you heard us we could talk about it on our, on our weekend podcast on Saturday, well, hopefully you put the order in so we can get there today. Flowers Fast will take good care of you and they'll take care of you fast and they take care of us as an affiliate link. So when you use Flowers Fast as your florist, we get a small percentage of the of the of the um, of the sale to us, to our coffers. It doesn't cost you anything extra and it helps us out as well. So if you enjoy what we're doing, one way to help us out is to visit our sponsors and visit one of these sponsors we today, which is at Flowers Fast. Our link is at this. It's a conversation project.com slash Flowers Fast. This is a conversation project.com slash Flowers Fast. Check them out today and keep this in your pocket for other days. Just in case you need to get out of a jam or you just are thinking about doing something special in a instant, use Flowers Fast. Let's talk about us. Time to promote us for a moment. It is The Conversation Project. We are living online at this. It's theconversationproject.com. What do you find in The Conversation Project? Links to things we do. According, of course, this thing here, things you might have heard. It's a live video at 5.50 Central Time every single weekday morning. It's a replay once we click the button and it, it sits on the YouTube forever. And it's a podcast once we trim it up a little bit and do a little audio editing. But we also have weekend podcasts, which... Are part of this stuff here. The weekly wrap up, which gives you the top ten stories per the numbers, the pure numbers engagement that you say so. Plus a story a week where I get a chance to opine on one of the top ten stories, and we do various other drops here there as news breaks, as news comes out, and cure things come up. Come up when we get to the fun stuff in a minute. We chop up a lot of things there and put them out on TikTok and YouTube um, Shorts for quick things to digest on facts that you might not have heard and birthday stuff because birthdays are cool. If you think what we're doing is kind of cool, we're doing great work, we're providing a pretty good service, we could use your help. One, uh, make sure you're going to the feeds, Facebook and Twitter, and telling us what stories to work on, because that's how we make this thing different from all the other news yackers out there. Two, watch us. Share the videos and links and, and audios with people so we have more people listening and better engagement. Three, stop by a sponsor buy something. It's something for you and helps us a bit. And the fourth thing you can always do is check out our partnerships page. Partnerships page allows you to directly partner up with us to keep things going. You can do a subscription for coffees of a month at buy me a coffee. There's a link there on the partnerships page. You can also just do one-time gifts at via cash app, Venmo, PayPal, things like that. We do not turn down money around here. Uh, your money is good. Trust me. So if you want to help us keep, keep, keep us doing these things, uh, it will be great, especially with all the things in turmoil. If you follow my story, uh, you know we're dealing with a lot of other things. I've, I've got, you know, this, despite, you know, having a wife and a daughter who like nice stuff, we're also in the process of rebuilding a house after a storm. It's a big ordeal and, you know, the resources from this don't take away from it. But, you know, these are resources that, you know, in time and energy that, that, you know, help for the things. So helping us make this thing happen can help other things happen. We greatly appreciate it. I greatly appreciate all of you and I greatly appreciate the chance we get to do to this thing. Getting to the fun stuff for the morning. Yay, fun stuff. Yay for the morning. Let's go to uh, birthdays. Starting off for uh, Juneteenth birthdays, June 19th birthdays. Officially talking about Felicia Rashad, 75 years old today, who may have lost her footing as one of the greatest TV moms out there, not from anything she did, but still uh, performing uh, things here and there and still just being a pillar of the community. Thank you so much, Felicia Rashad, for your service out there. Paula Abdul, 61 years old on the day, forever your girl. Despite leaving us on American Idol to, to those folks that are there still. But Paula Abdul is still out there and still doing well at 61 years old. And happy birthday, Zoe Salanda, who is 45 years old on this day. Moving on to this day, back in the day. So for the 19th of June, going back, starting off in 1914... General Mills in Minneapolis created a new dry breakfast cereal called Cheerios, huh? Because they're cheery. They made a oats. The name was later shortened to Cheerios. There's your origin story for it, your Cheerios. Get a bowl today and celebrate. In 1978, the Garfield comic strip was debuted. Um, obviously, it's, it's still, go- as far as I know, Garfield is still going. I don't actually read the, the funnies anymore. So I, that's one thing that, is, that uh, you know, life has changed around the world. Don't pick up full papers and don't have time to kind of stumble on uh, comic book strips. But Garfield, when I was uh, a kid, when they were producing and publishing uh, the, um, the Garfield comics and books and things like that, you bought in books fairs. Garfield was the, the, the whole biz back in the 80s, uh, and, and it debuted today, way back to when, in 1970. Eight. I have to see whether Garfield is still uh, produced right now. Jim Davis, the the, the longtime producer of that. Um, we'll see. Uh, we'll check it out today. And in 2019, U.S. senators received a classified briefing on possible UFO sightings by the U.S. US Navy. This was one of the first uh, public n- admissions by the government that the government was dealing with UFOs. I mean, I mean there's always Area fifty fifty one and there's all, you know, alien stuff and, and what 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 not. But an actual official briefing classified, which we were told about, were given to senders about what the Navy pilots were seeing out there. And this has come into uh, full effect as about a month ago, they had the last batches of, of meetings and hearings before they released the actual documents to public record. So we're going to get a report really, really soon on UFOs or UAPs um, by the military. People are geeked out about this. So we shall see if the little green man. Oh, there's also a whistleblower saying we have an alien spacecraft somewhere that no one's talked about. That's what's really catching people's attention. Let's talk about today's celebration day, and it is Juneteenth, June the 19th. It's actually the federal holiday, third year being observed, is being done on the day this year. Just it fell on that day. So this is the day you get off for Juneteenth. Juneteenth celebrates the announcement to slaves in Galveston, Texas as two years after the Emancipation Proclamation was was, was read and the Civil War was over about a year or so, uh, Union troops made their way down to Galveston, saw the people working as slaves and said, yeah, y'all don't need to do this anymore because y'all ain't slaves. This was followed by uh, weeks of celebration and, of course, as one would expect, the kind of what now moments, which is, you know, where we are today. But this celebration, which was a, more or less a locality to Texas and turned into more of a African-American sort of thing over the years back, you know, 20 years ago, I had no idea about Juneteenth. I learned more about it when I came here to Arkansas and became a bit bigger thing. Um, now, a federal holiday. In fact, so quickly we made a holiday. Essentially, it was passed on a, on a, on a Thursday. And Biden's like, OK, y'all got Friday off. It worked out like that. Something along those lines. Juneteenth. Celebrate Juneteenth today and, you know, reflect on some of the weirdness we had with the violence that happened on through day, day weekend. That that does happen. But reflect on sort of the thoughts and process of Juneteenth. Put yourself in the situations that the people at this time were. And put yourself in situations uh, that, you know, people in situations where they, they don't have their freedom, don't know they're free, are. It's a bit daunting. A bit much don't make it too heavy but just sort of think about the reason for the day you probably have the day off some people it's a newer holiday some people don't get that some people have to shift this one or other ones but think about the day for the day it is and finally one more thing you might not have heard many networks are trying to fill in their fall schedules with reality television in order to get around the impacts of the writer's strike. However, an analysis from the Morning Consult found that viewers are less likely to actually watch and engage with the shows compared to scripted programming, preferring them as background viewing rather than a kind of appointment television that networks have traditionally used to anchor their nights. Among adults, 51% said they prefer watching dramas with undivided attention and 41% said they prefer watching comedies with undivided attention. On the other hand, only 25% said they prefer to watch reality television with total attention, and just 33% said they'd watch the shows undivided, two types of products that networks will be airing a whole lot in the coming fall. Though, I missed the comma there uh, as I read that, but you get the point on this one. People don't want reality TV. It might be cheaper, easier, and sometimes a bit more explosive, but people want stories that are you know, actually written out to some sort of effect. Even in the v- venues where the stroves and the stories tend to not work out. Even in canceled and failed dramas and comedies where things get weird, they are always, always preferred over than watching another season of Milf Island on the Run or whatever it is they're running this this, this season. Milf Island on the Run actually sounds like a pretty good uh, show. I'd probably watch that one, to be honest. But let's not worry about that now. Let's worry about your Juneteenth and your Monday, June 19th, 2023. uh, And this version of the Things You Might Have Heard Video Cast Podcast now being over. I want to thank you all for being with us for the show. Whether you're watching it live, watching it in the replay, or listening to it as an audio version, or even reading it. In the podcast or in in the um, newsletter, which I'm not sure you hear it, but there you go. Thank you so much for being a part of what we're doing here every single day. Uh, This project was created as a way for me to get deeper into news stories and not just be stuck with the five things that are being said over and over again all day long in mainstream media. Because that gets to me, Uh, me being out of news uh, full time made it hard to get to my news junkie life. So there was, was that. But also just a way to have literally better conversations with you guys out there. Conversation with the people around the world, literally around the world, talking up stories on those ways. Email me at the conversation inbox at gmail.com or directly jclevenpain at gmail.com. Stop by our website. See if there's a sponsor you like. See if you want to partner up with us. See if there's another version of us that's out there. TikTok is on fire. Trust me. And make sure that you guys are staying hydrated, staying limber and on task for all the grand things That you are here to do. We need you for, I need you to be a viewer. I need you to do great things for the people around you because they need you to do great things. So let's all do together because you need you to be here as well. We're going to wrap this up for this holiday. We're not expecting big numbers today because it is a holiday. Most people aren't going to work, so they're not getting their morning shot. So hopefully you're watching this in the replay and enjoying it. Email me or or give a comment in the video, wherever you're seeing it, to say where you're from, what's going on, and how you're enjoying what's going on. And give us some insights on some of the things we've done to hopefully improve some things. Back on the scene for all the socials so you can engage in all the stories. Do that so we have something to talk about tomorrow. And tomorrow at 5.50, we'll talk about it here on Things You Might Have Heard from The Conversation Project, brought to you by More Bitter Media, LLC.